Hey friends, Kylie here, your host of Dream On with Kylie O'Miller, back for another episode with one of the best goalkeepers in the game, an inspiration in every huddle, and someone I'm grateful to call a teammate. Thank you as always for tuning in. These episodes are recorded from a live Zoom webinar that I hold through the KO17 Lacrosse app and are constructed into this Dream On podcast that you have found here. I hope you are gaining some insight from these episodes from some of the people that I have met throughout my lacrosse journey that have imposed so much of their wisdom on me. If you're loving our episodes so far, show us some love in the reviews and rate us five stars. Also, be sure to S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E. It would mean the world to us. All right, we've got another special guest this week, and I'm pumped to get right into it. Kaylee Waters is one of the most decorated goalkeepers in the game, with a world championship gold medal being her most recent achievement. She is a former national champion with the Carolina Tar Heels, a multi-time captain in her two seasons playing professionally for Athletes Unlimited, and one hell of a ball stopper. Kaylee is one whose enthusiasm about the game she's playing, meaning lacrosse or any other kind of competition that's set in front of her, comes from growing up playing sports with her brothers and her ability to seek out the fun in every aspect of the game. The way she speaks about her dreams to help spread the experiences that she's gained inside the crease to those future aspiring goalies across the world with her goalie instruction is so contagious. And I can't wait for you all to have a listen. Let's dive in. Okay, off to a hot start here. Welcome to another Dream On Pod with Kylie O'Miller. Today we have a really special guest in Kaylee Waters. And she is rocking our Dream On t-shirt right now, which I'm just like stoked about. It's a Friday energy. Um, And a little bit about Kaylee Waters. She's originally from Darien, Connecticut. Uh, She's a UNC lacrosse alum. She won a national championship as a junior there. She was a goaltender of the year as a sophomore. She now plays Athletes Unlimited professional lacrosse. She's uh, two years down. She's a multi-time captain. Um, and most recently is a USA lacrosse gold medalist. So one of my teammates from this past summer. And Kaylee, welcome to the Dream On Pod. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. That was such <laughs> a legit intro. I felt like oh. I was like, watching you on TV broadcasting or something. That's Sweet. Well, that's one of my goals. So thank you. I'm just practicing here. I appreciate it. Um, no, so one thing we like to start with, with Dream, the Dream On Pod, before I ask you all about your life and all these exciting questions, is where you're at right now in this moment while we're recording. So three questions, and we're off to a good start here. First one is something that you're thankful for today. Oh, gosh. Just one thing, usually. Just one. <laughs> uh, okay. I am thankful for this fall day. I love waking up. And see, like every day there's something that changes about the leaves when I look outside and it's like this big, big window just full of color. So uh, it really, um, I look forward to kind of giving lessons outside today. So I'm thankful for the weather, fall crisp air, and just being cozy on my couch. Like I get to rock my own schedule and have a blanket on my couch and this. Oh, I love that. I love that you said you have a blanket because I usually do too while I'm sitting here. <laughs> can't tell on zoom um okay what is something that it is currently 134 on a friday what is something that you are proud to say that you've accomplished so far today all right this may seem a little backwards but i'm proud of myself that i didn't start doing any sort of work until like 12 30 i let myself relax 
I was pretty tired this morning, so oh my goodness, I'm sorry. This is thing. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I just get pretty hard on myself, and I'm like, oh, tomorrow I'm carving out this time to do this work at this time, and um, for once I just let myself be, and it felt really nice. So that then I had a clear head when I did start work. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think that's so important. I, I need to do more of that um, for sure. And a lot of us, a lot of us listening probably do too. So um, kudos I'm not to you. great at it, which is why it really felt like an accomplishment today. Yeah. You know, I was very okay with just finally sitting down at 1230 and be like, all right, I'm doing this. So was there anything specific in your morning routine this morning that like you woke up and you were just like excited to relax and do like, was it like a specific cup of coffee or something that was just really special? Well, uh, so I live with Ella in White Plains, my girlfriend, and we finally got a coffee maker a week ago and that she was grinding up the coffee beans. I could smell it. And it's like those little things. I'm like, if I could have a candle that smells like coffee. I like love when I leave Starbucks and I can smell it on my sweatshirt. Do they not make candles like that? That's a great call. So hmm. there were a lot of little things about my morning. Um, I have a kink in my neck, so that's like slowed me down a bit. I really am like kind of babying it. <laughs> so that just like puts a damper of like uh, everything I do is like a robot. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I was like, okay, I'm just going to let myself take that's it. Awesome. Good for you. I, I love that you mentioned that like it feels reverse to say, but it's it's an accomplishment for you and a lot of us with busy, busy schedules. Like it is an accomplishment to kind of slow down and like give ourselves that, that yeah. grace. And you so. probably feel that like coaching lacrosse the past two days I've been coaching till 9 p.m. and I get home at like 9 30. So it's like my whole day doesn't have to feel like I have to be doing something. It's like, you know, it's just kind of shifted back a little bit. 100%. I struggle with that all the time. So thank you for kind of bringing that up. All right. Last but not least, what is something that you're pumped to go out and chase? Could be like the rest of today or this weekend, or it could be like in the future. Uh, well, I look forward to tomorrow playing pickleball. Oh yeah. Finally getting out there. It's been a while since AU, I think. Uh, so Ella and I are playing tomorrow. I look forward to that. And then chasing, um, just meeting more goalies in the area. I live in, I'm from Connecticut, so I've known a lot of Connecticut goalies, but um, I'm psyched that there are a ton of middle school goalies, you know, girls who are starting to get dedicated in middle school, um, seeing that and that they're girls that aren't forced to play goalie. They want to be there. Uh, So I really look forward to kind of meeting all the goalies in this area in the next month. Taking a quick little time out from our episode here to say a massive thank you for listening Dream On started off as a way to have conversations with some of the people that I've been lucky to come in contact with and really dig deep into what makes them tick and how they've become so elite in their spaces. If you're enjoying these conversations as much as I have been, please consider rating us with a solid five stars and leave us a review. I love hearing all of your incredible thoughts on how we can continue to dream on together with these episodes. Oh, and subscribe if you're feeling cool. All right, let's get back to our guest. That's awesome. Um, I'm excited that you're diving fully into lacrosse too. Um, And we're going to get into that kind of conversation as well. Um, But can you talk a little bit about to start us off? So you grew up in Connecticut, like you said, what was your journey to finding lacrosse? Did you grow up playing other sports first or was lacrosse your first sport? How did you find lacrosse? Yeah, so I did play other sports. And that was something that like, that as a kid, I actually like loved to brag about. 
It's like, oh, well, in this season, I'm playing three sports, like soccer, baseball, and lacrosse. Uh, so, I mean, maybe it's something that I still brag about. Um, anyway, so yes, I played a ton of sports. That's like kind of all I knew. As a kid, I have three brothers and I wanted to do every sport that they played. So I played flag football and tackle football. That's what they did. I did, I played baseball. I was, you know, so like sort of like, I'm not playing softball, I'm playing baseball, which was cool. I got to actually be on my brother's team and my dad coached. Uh, I played soccer, soccer and lacrosse were my main sports in high school. Uh, but I love the summertime. I uh, hung out at the pool club a lot. So I was on the swim team, diving team, water polo, tennis. Um, trying to think. I played basketball. That so you were fun. pretty bit busy from the get-go. You're used to the yeah. busy lifestyle. That's all I knew. And then I think you asked about like how I got into lacrosse. Mm-hmm. So lacrosse was actually one of the, was the last sport that I ever picked up in the sense of like learning a sport. And that was in sixth grade. I remember in the spring of fifth grade, a bunch of my friends, my elementary school, uh, they were talking about lacrosse and they would be going to a lacrosse practice. I'm like, what is this? Like, why are they all going to this practice? Like, I'm so used to going to soccer practice with them. And like, you know, it's kind of like first experience of FOMO was mm-hmm. in fifth grade. And I'm like, what is going on? I didn't even know that much about lacrosse, but I wanted to be there. So some of my first few memories were uh, I was hanging out with uh, my best friend Parker and we were at our elementary school after she lived nearby. So we just walked over and they, they had a wall there. Uh, and her and a couple of our other friends, they were doing quick sticks and I didn't have a stick. So I remember like having to patiently wait for someone to like, let me borrow theirs and try it out. And from there, I just like wanted to be part of it because at that point, uh, you know, I was just more developed athletically of understanding myself. I think in like first grade or second grade, when you start sports as a kid, you don't think about it that much. It's just like you go and play. And so here I had this challenge in front of me. Like I already saw people who were better than me. And I always having two older brothers and a younger brother, like for some reason, I always just wanted to be just as good as my brothers or better. So when I saw my friends playing lacrosse and, you know, they even had talked about it. I remember they're like, oh yeah, this summer we're going to UNC lacrosse camp. It's like, what? that is so cool. Uh, so that was kind of my first experience. And then at that point I had, well, I'd heard of it cause we had a young, they had like little laxers in third grade for the boys, but never for girls. And then sixth grade, I think they offered a travel team, but I just played in the house league. Cause I was playing baseball and soccer and I loved it. I mean, it was just, it was something so different. I was like, so into just the little stick tricks and, you know, trying to use my left hand. I got a stick from my neighbor remember it was a rainbow shaft and a yellow head um and I had a rainbow shaft and a yellow head didn't everyone like I guess I don't know (laughs) I love it it's so cool we're gonna have to find pictures and just compare that would be so funny (laughs) yeah so that's kind of my lacrosse experience how it started it really wasn't that as big as it is now like Mm -hmm. it's huge and Darian, it felt like a pretty big deal when I was a kid, but it's very big now. Absolutely. And how did you come about hopping in the goal and becoming a goalie? So I was in seventh grade, I think. So, so because I played soccer and baseball, I didn't make it to the, all the lacrosse games and I was able to um, get away with not doing the whole goalie sub 
that everyone did. So I had no clue what it felt like to be a goalie and all the other sports. Like I loved being the one who scored the goal soccer, like everything. Um, but my town's small, we all know each other. And there were a few parents in the town that were like, Hey, I think we got to try Keely and goal. Like we're looking for a goalie. She's fearless. think she has some quick feet. Like let's give it a try or quick hands. And uh, one of my uh, best friends from high school, actually, it was her dad who gave me a lesson. And I remember it felt so strange having to like keep my hands up here. Like I really didn't want to. I also didn't like standing still in the crease. I'm like I, all the actions over there, like I want to be part of it. So it was an adjustment. I did not want to do it. My mom was like, okay, she'll play goalie if you let her play field for the first half of the game. And the turning point for me was, I'll never forget, we were playing our rival, New Canaan. I was running down the sideline and I'm thinking like, oh, I, like, I felt good about how fast I could run in seventh grade. I'm pretty different now about my confidence in running. But, you know, I thought I had all this space to go and I just got completely stripped, like blindsided. <laughs> and I just felt like, holy crap, I had no awareness that that was happening. Uh, and you know, more people would just kind of supported me more as a goalie. I was like, this is like, you have a future for this. You have potential. Meanwhile, I'm in seventh grade. I'm like, I don't know what that means. They're like, yeah, you can go to college. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I didn't really care about that concept in seventh grade. Just let me play with my friends and let me socialize at practice with them kind of thing. So that's how it got started. And I played kind of half the games in seventh grade and I didn't mind getting hit with the ball. That was fine. I don't really remember those memories, but eighth grade, I broke my leg in February skiing. Hmm. I was out all of lacrosse season. And I think that was a pretty big turning point for me of wanting to be a goalie. It was kind of like, okay, no one else is in that position. And there were parents in the youth league in my town who I'm super grateful for who just like kind of cultivated this environment to help me learn lacrosse and goalkeeping by being like, here, go to this clinic at Sono Field House. Here, this person's going to help coach you. Um, so that was pretty cool to kind of get that individual instruction because um, having three brothers, I never got that. It's not like we ever had tutors or piano lessons. Mm -hmm. um, so that made me feel pretty special. Like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to people, someone's working with me one-on-one. -on -one. I've never gotten this before. So like, I really wanted to dive into that and I had missed it by my leg being broken. I couldn't do anything for like six months. Uh, so it kind of made me hungry of like, okay, I want to get out there and like be good at this kind of thing. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Really cool that you were so aware of all those little things at such a young age. Like when you think back on it now, you know, and you kind of, yeah. you mentioned the, the phrase turning point like a couple of times and it's really cool that you had those moments in seventh and eighth grade of just like, okay, I started out hating goalie, but then it was so many people are paying so much attention to it. Maybe I actually have the potential. And then it was, you yeah. know, this sport, I want to get better at it. It's really cool that you can look back on that and be like, wow, I was 13, 14 years old and able yeah. to make those decisions for myself and look at where it's taken for you, taken you. I didn't really, really realize it at the time, but looking back, no. like, okay, wow, there were I did like think about things and I just like felt like I was just going with the flow of what's in front of me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, there definitely was like emotional thought into it. Absolutely. So you mentioned someone um, mentioning to you about college back in seventh grade and you were just enjoying yourself and 
trying to get better at the game and um, honestly just learning about lacrosse and learning to love it. When was the turning point for you when you started to realize, okay, hey, maybe I could play lacrosse in college and maybe that could take me somewhere as awesome as UNC? Yeah, I think the turning point was maybe fall of my sophomore year. I remember I got an email. I think I was like sitting in the computer lab or library. I got an email at my high school email address and is from my high school coach, Lisa Lindley. And she's like, hey, the Cornell coach is interested in you. And everything just like dropped inside of me, like my heart. I think I got the chills and I was like, holy crap, this is for real. Like, I didn't know what to do about it. I felt like I was so young and I'm like. Were your teammates or anyone around you, like your friends starting to get recruited? And so you kind of knew about it or it was just completely. Oh, I had no idea. And then that winter, there were clinics going on that were kind of goalie workshops. So I did that. I remember it was incorporated with the boys and same thing. Like they were a little older and I just like wanted to feel like, oh, I'm at that level. Mm-hmm. And I guess it wasn't until maybe my, so I made varsity my freshman year and I played, and then I played my sophomore year. And I think it was the springtime that either my high school coach or other parents are like, Hey, you should go to camps and like try and get recruited. I think I was also on a club team. Mm-hmm. That was the same thing. It's like, they needed a goalie. So thankfully for that club team, because it is a big commitment and money, they're like, Hey, like, we'll help you out. And a lot of parents did too, of bringing me places, but I think it was pretty beneficial that I was kind of like aloof to the recruiting process at first. Uh, and so I signed up for two summer camps. I remember not knowing anywhere to do research. Like it's not like there were many people in my town who were goalies. Everyone were, were field players getting recruited. Uh, so I remember seeing on UNC's website that like, you know, they do this Phil Barnes takes the goalies and he works with them. And I was like, sweet goalie instruction. Like, I love that dedicated goalie instruction. And then I went to maximum exposure at Maryland. It was close by and there was a lot of college coaches there. Uh, and there is where I kind of got confidence in myself of, oh, I could play in college, but I have no idea like what level I'm at. I also wasn't really aware of what colleges were that good at lacrosse. Like that sounds pretty silly to say, uh, because now there's so much coverage and you can see all that. But um, anyway, so because there were other, like I got to just play with other players around the country. I was just so used to playing with people in Darien or Fairfield County. And so seeing myself, in that environment, being able to kind of like make those saves and um, yeah, just be at that high level. I was like, okay, I think I have a shot. So I remember just emailing, you know, making my list and emailing and going to recruiting things. And uh, luckily it kind of worked out for me come September 1st. That's awesome. I I love that too, because you were really focused in on what you wanted to excel at and what you knew you would be helpful at, which is the goalkeeping position, right? And you were like, okay, UNC has this literally listed, like that's an attraction to me. I really want, you know, obviously they're going to pay attention to someone like me on their team, being a big part of their team. So I'm sure that kind of stuck in the back of your head as you went through the rest of the recruiting process, right? Yeah. I mean, now that you say that, I think back and like, yeah, I was very interested in the position because it was kind of a mystery. There wasn't much out there for me to know. It's like, you go to practice, everyone teaches field stuff. So I remember even Googling like 
goalie stuff and you know there weren't any girls and oh actually so Andy Towers the PLL coach he used to be my neighbor in Darien crazy story and he had moved and as they were moving out remember he gave my parents this uh, DVD of goalkeeping it was like UVA goalies shot like oh here are some goalkeeping drills I remember I had a portable DVD player and I would watch it in my bed before going to sleep like and I was just so so fascinated in these like little goalie drills I'm like okay now I just need to get someone to do it with me (laughs) like (laughs) right um, yeah that was different than kind of all the other sports that I had played was I was so interested in like how is this position performed like at a high level um so I think that's kind of what attached me to it little did I realize at the time right and that's really awesome to hear because you can I mean obviously hear your your passion for it and now it's exactly what you're doing for a career so yeah, like I did tell you to simplify me let me know <laughs> I was like this could go on for three hours no 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 you're the one with the time limit we could have made this <laughs> I'm just kidding but um so one thing I love to ask uh, a lot of our guests are you know our teammates from the pro league or from team USA and everyone kind of comes from different colleges right where we used to play against each other and um, not necessarily really care about what was going on in the opposing uh, going on in the opposing locker room, only focusing on like your locker room or your huddles and what was going on. So, um, one of my favorite questions to ask is like when you were at UNC, what were some of your favorite like culture moments when you think back and you're like, this is very unique to the Tar Heels, right? Like, what are some of those things that you do? Maybe it's pregame or on long bus trips or in the hotel in the huddle. What are those things for you guys? Yeah, one thing is, as a freshman, you do karaoke, <laughs> your fall ball trip on the bus. And I, if I remember correctly, maybe you have to wear headphones so yeah, that no. you can't really hear yourself. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, and traditionally, what I love that always stands out is for pregames, we, uh, the defense and goalies play kickball. And so that's what I love. It's kind of just like anything competitive outside of lacrosse. We totally were into even Halloween, like each class went so big and grand on their Halloween costumes. You know, we all wanted to make it memorable. Um, In our locker room. So the team has a new locker room from when I was there, but in our rug, I don't know, maybe some other teams have this too, but like we have the huge NC thing and it was kind of a thing like, oh, you can't walk on it. Oh, that's cool. We'd always walk around it. Um, trying to think of what else. Awesome. Yeah. Just very like really cool to hear everyone's different sides of things, right? Like, and just things that you'll you when you think of UNC lacrosse, like you could just tell all these random stories about, and it's just kind of really special to your experience as a part of that team. So I love learning about it. I love hearing about it. I think it's really cool to now be you know pros and we're all teammates now but we used to be um you know opponents and just kind of (laughs) going along along our own way and it's such a cool thing that our sport has brought us to this you know so it's a cool way to look back on it but um so you talked a lot about your kind of position in goal and a lot of questions that at least I get you know coaching a lot of young girls is Um, as a goalie, there tends to be a lot of leadership when it comes to the defensive position and honestly, just in general on the team. Um, so when you think about leadership, what do you think are some of your best traits as a leader? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, 
you know, initially when I think of that question, my mind goes straight to when I was a captain at UNC, because just like that word is by default leader. But I mean, yeah, I've graduated. I'm going on year six now. So leadership, are you, sorry, can you repeat? Did you ask like what I see leadership in me or just leadership in general? What do you think are your strengths as a leader? My it's a hard question because you have to think, you have to talk about yourself. <laughs> it is hard. Uh, I think even though I can talk a lot and I can be loud, like I think my strength more is leading by example, um, kind of the way that I show up and my presence at practice and interaction with my teammates is um, I've played a lot of different roles. I mean, I've always been a goalie, but I am very fortunate for the accolades that I have, but it came with riding the bench. It came with getting pulled in games. It, you know, came with winning goalkeeper of a year, one year, and then the next year not starting or starting and, you know, not playing then in championship games. And so I think a strength of my leadership is being able to still be there for my team in a different role, kind of not letting that affect me and being supportive of my teammates. Like one of the best relationships of a teammate that I have is Meg Ward, who was another goalie at UNC. Um, and I, I mean, that's not all me. That's part of, you know, the culture that UNC cultivated. It had to do with Meg as a leader as well, but that's also, that's just like helped me lead so much more in the future of just being able to feel those different roles on a team and still bring that like energy. So important. And that's, that word was exactly what I was going to say. It's definitely a hard question. And that's why I like to ask it is to have you like talk about yourself as a leader, it's like the last thing that we want to do, right? Um, we can talk about leadership in general, but when it comes to like looking inward, we're like, oh, I don't know, I'll ask my teammates, <laughs> you know? But I think you you said that perfectly. And, um, you know, I would have said the same about you. I also would have said that your energy just elevates everybody around you. Um, and it's just contagious. You're always like leading with love, which I think is awesome. Um, I think it's something that's really unique to you too. Um, but I love that you said that because I think that's something really important for a lot of our young listeners and parents to hear too. Um, just kind of going through all the different roles. That's really awesome. Hey guys, Kylie here. A short break from our conversation to remind you to check in on our social channels. You can find little snippets from our episodes on Instagram at, at dream.on underscore pod. And if you're a lacrosse stud looking for a unique way to train and develop into the best version of yourself, like our guest here most definitely has, check out the KO17 Lacrosse app in the App Store. That's KO17 Lacrosse. And at D R E A M period O N underscore P O D on Instagram. Come join the fam and we can keep dreaming on together. Okay, enough of that. We back. Okay. So you mentioned a lot, <laughs> you mentioned a lot about, um, kind of talking a little bit about UNC. Now let's think about post UNC. You said you've been graduated for a couple of years now as have I, and it's just, the years are just going way too fast. Um, but graduating college, did you ever think that professional lacrosse was the next step for you? 
I didn't think of it as the next step in the sense of it, um, like covering my life as much as it has. I saw mm -hmm. it more as, oh, it's just this stint over the summer for a couple of weeks. Um, so no, wow. I, didn't, I don't know what I saw, honestly, after college, <laughs> I did not. Well, it's, yeah, that's the crazy part, right? Is after college, we most of the time have no idea what's next and how to handle what's next. And I think that's a really cool way for you to say that is like, you thought it would be something almost on the side, like lacrosse was almost everything when it came to when you were in college, all the way up to college, in college, right? And then you graduate and it's like, uh oh, what's next? And um, what's really awesome is to find ourselves playing more so than not, right? And like investing in lacrosse more so than not now. Um, so how has like post-collegiately turned into now a couple of years later, um, you know, starting to play a little bit in the professional leagues, obviously playing with, with team USA and a lot of those training weekends, what are some of your like day-to-day -day daily workouts and routines and things that kind of keep you in lacrosse shape, keep you ready to play lacrosse? Because that is, like you said, one of your main priorities now. Yeah. Uh, so post-college working out is hard, mm -hmm. like. You know, so I found that CrossFit was helpful for me. I loved being around a group of people. Um, it really, it pushes you physically and mentally. I love that there's just like, you don't know the workout beforehand. So I don't get a little anxious of like, oh, there's all this that like you show up and you just got to do it. Uh, so I, I like that kind of fulfillment of, wow, that seemed really hard. That was so hard in the moment. And uh, so I do CrossFit and also I think, uh, jump rope and ladders. Those are big too that I do. And I like wall work. So those are some things that I do by myself to help train me. That's awesome. So uh, another question about kind of balancing like lacrosse life and then professional life post-collegiately, you just recently went lacrosse full-time. Can you talk about your decision to do that? Yeah. So that came after AU of season one and I really credit athletes unlimited you know they're that environment but that environment is made from you know athletes like you Kylie and um, everyone else who it was such an accepting place where it's like yeah I went into it thinking I knew myself right it's like think you know yourself so much but um, there's just something about it that it felt more than just lacrosse and so every day it just like had all this energy running through me to be around people whether it was on or off the lacrosse field and I liked feeling that way about myself I'm like wow I'm truly showing up for me it's almost like not really thinking about anything I'm not thinking about what I'm putting on I'm not like worried about what I'm saying or this or that it's like I could truly just be there and make connections with new people which was I think that was pretty cool as well and um, so yeah, I quit my job at Teamworks that I was there for three years, product manager, love Teamworks. Like it was a great environment for a like former student athlete, but um, I just felt myself in this better energy, like actually motivated and wanting to do things around these types of people with that same mindset. And it just gave me the confidence. Like I saw other people like you there who they run their own lacrosse business. Like that's their full-time gig. And, you know, you took that risk right out of college. Like that's incredible. Um, for me, I needed more of that structure of that kind of like corporate role to like bring me back in and be like, Keely, you can do this. Um, 
because I kind of was just worried about, oh, there's just too much freedom out there of making your own choices. But yeah, I mean, just Athletes Unlimited, like it really just pushed my love for lacrosse. I thought that I loved lacrosse and I'm just like, wow, there's this whole other realm that I truly, truly love being out there with teammates, players, coaching. And so I was like, I got to make this my life. Like I'm missing, missing out on myself if I'm not doing that. Wow. I love that. Um, missing out on yourself. If you're not chasing after something that gives you that much energy, that's really, really fulfilling. That's awesome. Um, and definitely resonated with me. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you sharing that. And I'm excited to do some stuff in the future, some goalie attack work for sure. Drop in a sneak peek right here. (laughs) KO 17 and Kaylee might be getting together. (laughs) I love it. Um, Okay. So you talked a little bit about Athletes Unlimited and how much it really was fulfilling for you and you love being out there playing. What are your hopes for the future of our sport when it comes to professional lacrosse, college lacrosse, all sorts of realms of lacrosse at all different levels. What are your hopes for the future? If you think in like five, 10 years down the line. There are a couple things. Uh, so in terms of professionally, I hope that it becomes a platform that women like us can feel like that's our full-time gig. Like when I left, or when Athletes Unlimited ended season one, I felt proud of myself to say I'm a professional athlete. Before it used to just, I used to kind of half-ass it, sorry for the curse word of like, oh yeah, I like kind of play professionally, woohoo. But now I'm like, no, this is a real deal. Like I am a professional athlete and I'm going to live with that 365 days a year, not just when I'm in season. Um, so kind of just building more on that for more women to feel that way and actually have that be their full-time gig. So they don't have to, um, be doing another job that they can fully invest in that. Because I think that's then just going to help inspire younger girls to dream on. Um, another thing for our sport, what I'd like to see is, uh, just, I'm not a college coach, but just kind of less recruiting. I mean, it happens 12 months of the year. I just feel bad for these girls. There's so much, going on I think it's pretty saturated and a lot is enticing with social media like I give these events credit like they're pretty sick what they put on the video the highlights and I do think some of it is great for the girls are meeting uh, what I've noticed is they meet girls from other parts of the country and they become teammates and close to each other and like they're very supportive so I love that ability for their goal for those girls in that environment I just think it's so much and um, I just don't want people to get you know their girls are burnt out like we met some girls a couple weeks ago the u16 u18 usa um girls and um i give them credit they're very open of like yeah i was burnt out at one point and they talked about it which i love like you know we talk about that with mental health is you gotta speak out and you realize you aren't alone uh so i'd love to just see something going on with our sport to kind of really reel it in so that these girls don't feel so pressured like they're good they'll be able to get good they don't need to be traveling nonstop. yeah that was beautifully said and I think that's a really good point to make as well that you said is don't be afraid to, to talk about it whether it's with us right where our ears are always open our inboxes are always open um and most of the time more times than not we've been through something similar so hopefully we can have a conversation so I love that you mentioned that. Um, and two really important points too. 
Um, what do you think about the future of Kaylee Waters? What are your hopes and dreams for the future of you? Oh, that's a, uh, a good <laughs> question that I should face. So thank you for asking that. No, you know, I love to just like, what are your dreams, Kaylee? What are your dreams? What do you dream to do? Um, so I really love, well, one, I would love for lacrosse to be in Olympics and I want to be there kind of thing. Um, so I'd love as a player, I'd love for that. That's a dream. Secondly, just building more on this goalie foundation that I have. Uh, right now, I'm just kind of running clinics and lessons. But I think that after going to the world championships, I saw that there is a mass amount of goalies out there and I love it. And they are invested and hungry. And I don't think that there are enough females out there, goalies who are able to provide that instruction. And, you know, these girls want it. So, um, you know, I want to, like you have an app, like that'd be sweet for goalies to be able to access that, um, you know, get drills. Uh, also want to provide a lot of goalie knowledge to coaches. Like I know that there are a lot of coaches out there who aren't goalies and they want to know, like they want to help their goalies out. And I think that people can be a coach without being in that position. So providing that as well. Um, trying to think what else for the future of Kaylee long-term. Um, I love it for now. Those are some big goals. And the cool part about it is, and this is why I asked the question is I'm a firm believer. And this is something I share with my girls all the time is if you put it out into the universe, then you're more likely to want to actually go after it. So that's why I asked yeah. the question, right? If you, it's Thank just you. like, right. If you write it down on a piece of paper, you're like, Oh, I have to make that happen and check it off. So it's the same yeah. thing, put it out into the universe and we're going to, we're going to get all sorts of goalie drills out into the world for now. Now you're my accountability buddy. You guys <laughs> I got you. right here. <laughs> Heard it here first breaking news. I love it. Okay. Who is Kaylee off the lacrosse field? Something I, um, you know, have kind of taken note of. And I mentioned this before when we asked about our, our leadership kind of skills and traits and something I've always noticed is how fun and energetic and you just love competition and games and all of that good stuff. But the energy is always there um, from what I can see. So where do you think that comes from in terms of like you being you? Is that energy always there? And is it why is it such a big piece of your personality? So it is a big piece of my personality. It does show up in other ways, but something that's been consistent in my life is that it's always showed up with lacrosse and that's not just me. It's like a two way street with the sport. And I, I don't know, I've been fortunate enough, the people in the game of lacrosse in so many realms, youth, high school, college, us, AU, like whether it's actual teammates or staff members, there's just something that's been so like warm and welcoming that it just brings out my energy that I'm just like me. I mean, I can be loud and it can, I don't know, just, um, so yeah. that's why I've just, I've always been happy in that space and I'm lucky that it's never really been tainted too much. I mean, yeah, there's been times that it's been like burnt out and sometimes at practice, I don't have full energy, but at some point it does turn around and that's like, luckily it's like, I can lean on teammates for that. And then it brings it out. But I don't know, there's just something magical about the sport that's in me. And it's just like, 
I don't know, I step on the field or lacrosse and I'm around people like, let's freaking go. Like I, there's just something about it. It's like, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now. Yeah. It's like, I may dread it for a second beforehand. Like, oh, it's super hot out. Don't want to be out there. So you're, oh, I'm tired. But when I get there, it's just like, oh yeah, sick. Like, I'm so glad I'm here. Wow. That's awesome. Really, really cool that you kind of like made that, that analogy at the end too, right? Like everyone's been in those moments where it's like, oh, again, you know, and then it's just like, it's the energy that surrounds you of the teammates and the moments and kind of just like feeling grateful to be there. Um, I love that. And I can't wait to get back out on the field with you. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're firing me up over here. Kale. Um, but okay. Again, off to the lacrosse field, what are some of the things that make you super happy? Like you said, that energy is just kind of within you when it comes to stepping on the lacrosse field. What are the things off the lacrosse field, hobbies, books you like to read, things you like to do when you're not playing lacrosse? What are some of those things for you? Yeah, that's what, that's what's great about post-college. You really get to like dive into those things. Uh, so some things that make me happy. I, I've actually learned how to have alone time with myself like I'm so being from a family of three brothers like there's always something going on in the house and then you go to college and you have roommates and stuff so first it's like weird being alone what do I do like I don't want to just scroll on my phone or watch tv like uh so I love doing the crossword New York Times like Sunday night 6 p.m the Monday one comes out Monday one is the easiest and it's like I look forward to it I like it Monday morning with coffee uh my family. So my mom's one of five. I have a lot of cousins. We all range from like 20 years old to 35, I think. And makes me so happy when we're all together, even aside from holidays, it's like, we all come together to support someone in something. Uh, my uncle has a house in Vermont. So just like love going there with my family. Um, trying to think there I do like to read some books I like to listen to podcasts um I just I'm spontaneous like I like to just someone's like hey let's go on this adventure I'm like okay cool I've never been there so I like to try new things uh I kind of just like go through phases of sports like I'm in pickleball I've been in a golf phase I like to play pool uh I love to watch sports New York Giants the Giants (laughs) <laughs> um, to watch college sports go to sporting events um yeah I like to cook some good food I'll wow kind of anything I don't know like well, I just try new things yeah no that's really cool and I'm definitely going to ask you about some of the places that you've traveled to because I think that's another big part of like our jobs but it's also just a really cool part of your personality like you said you're down to try anything and go anywhere and adventure um, so I can't wait to hear about that. We have a question of, about okay. that at the end. So before we get into our questions from our KO 17 lacrosse family members, um, we have a two-sided question real quick, and it's just about a little bit of mentorship or inspiration that you've gotten. So from someone in your life, maybe like a coach or a mentor or a family member, um, what is one piece of advice that you've gotten that you've kind of just taken throughout your entire life so far that's a tough question Jeez. (laughs) well I find that Jenny and Phil have been some they're my college coaches from UNC Jenny head coach and Phil worked with the goalies closely they were my mentors I didn't really 
you don't really feel it that much in college because you see them every day and it's like, oh, they're always impacting you. But just kind of looking back, you know, Jenny, she's pretty well balanced um, of how she shows up at practice of, you know, just encouraging and pushing and um, something that she always says is that, you know, celebrate the little things. And so what I've, how I've taken that is that like, I get to show, I got to show up at practice at UNC and, you know, be competitive, but also be my goofy self and be loud and do whatever kind of thing. Um, and she kind of trusted that and she lets us just be ourselves. And when she says celebrate the little things, it's like, there's, it's, it's allowed me to then be like, Hey, the fender just made some sweet play. And, you know, she would credit that in the huddle, like, Hey, that was our turning point on the ride or, you know, and it's just like those kind of things and would just get me so hyped just these little things and just make it that much more fun to play. And, uh, I just have carried that in my life of, especially post-grad, like, you know, it can be hard without your team and other people cheering you on, even for those little things. Uh, so I just kind of try and remember that throughout my day of, oh, like that's something to cheer about. Not all things are easy. Like maybe one day something is easy, like going to a workout and another day it isn't. So just like accomplishing that. Um, yeah, just celebrating the little things because there's so much to celebrate. Hey guys, Kylie here. A short break from our conversation to remind you to check in on our social channels. You can find little snippets from our episodes on Instagram at at dream.on underscore pod. And if you're a lacrosse stud looking for a unique way to train and develop into the best version of yourself, like our guest here most definitely has, check out the KO17 Lacrosse app in the App Store. That's KO17 Lacrosse. And at D-R-E-A-M period O-N underscore P-O-D on Instagram. Come join the fam and we can keep dreaming on together. Okay, enough of that. We back. Oh, that was beautifully said. I'm not even going to add anything to that. <laughs> I love it. All right, I'm flipping the question around though. So if you are Jenny now and someone's looking up to you, so I'm just kind of flip-flopping it. What is one piece of advice or inspiration that you hope that someone who's following you or looks up to you as a role model would take away from you? Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making you think. Today. No, 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 it's good. Like I said, these are good self-reflection questions to have. <laughs> no, in the back pocket. Um... Just to be yourself out there. And I, I think it's like easier said than done. And that takes taking risks. Um, not, and this is something that Jenny says too, is um, being comfortable being uncomfortable. And that could be little things. Like I love to dance in the locker room. Sometimes it would feel uncomfortable if I was a freshman and it's like, oh, I don't know these seniors as well, that well. Do I like look like a fool or do they like, think this or that of a freshman it's like you just go out and do it and you feel good because you did it so um just looking up of being yourself but to do that you know taking those risks and being authentic and okay with it of like failing 
and having humility in it. Um, yeah. I love that. Be yourself. We're going to make t-shirts. Yeah. Just I mean, hey, goalies. <laughs> Everyone says goalies, you know, they're this different breed. They're this or that, but you know what we are, but everyone's so unique as a goalie. And so I want to kind of try and push that upon people. Like, you know, you play with a style, own that, own who you are in the cage, you know, cause that will help you feel confident about who you are outside of the cage kind of thing. Wow. You're giving me so many one-liners to cut up and put on social media. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I just, really you know run on sentences. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we have a couple questions from our KO17 fam. They wrote in um, when they heard that you were going to be a guest. And um, some of these are actually really fun. We have two of them before we get into our last segment, which is called quick finishes. So um, our first question from this is from at blessed journey CC on Instagram. They want to know, do you still replay that insane save from the world championship game versus Australia this summer? <laughs> I, because of social media. Yes. If it was not for that social media post, I don't know what I would remember of that play. Honestly, it just happened so fast. So can you I break it down for listeners? What'd you say? Can you break down the play for our listeners? I mean, it's kind of like now I have two views of it because one, I see it from the angle of social media and then what was I thinking? Okay. Yeah. I got to be honest about this one. So I came out of the cage. I don't remember why. I mean, the ball was in the back of the net and I am antsy and I like any chance to get involved. Uh, so I came out to get the ground ball, but I remember I got too close to the ball or like there was a, a scrum and I couldn't pick it up. And I felt someone just like nudge me a little. So I flopped for the first time ever. I got to admit, I flopped. Like, just like, give me the, like, you know, refs, thank you. You give the goalies the calls. I'm like, okay, I want the ball. So I flopped and nothing. Like, like if you <laughs> replay, like you see my body like, turn into a fish and drop. So I got to admit that. And there's nothing. I'm like, oh crap. Like, I can't like let uh -huh. this, like. I got to redeem myself. Like I totally just took a stupid risk, like play the freaking game, Keely. Don't play the flops. So I was like, I got to get back in the cage. And I remember just running in and seeing, okay, they passed the ball up top. That's good. They didn't just like keep running past me or something. I was like, just, just watch the ball. Like at that point, I didn't even really know where the cage was. I was just like, I got to watch the ball. So then when they shot it, I just dove at it. Like I didn't know, I had no clue where I was in the cage. It was just like, okay, I'm getting to it. Um, yeah, that was it. And yeah, honestly, I watched the replay. I'm like, oh, thankfully that hit like the thumb. <laughs> Gosh, that's so funny to hear the insider replay of that. Because like you said, a lot of like plays on social media, right? Like they'll look so awesome and you wonder what's going through the, the player's head and you just gave us that inside look. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, but such an awesome one. It's one that I'll never forget. And um, like, I remember, so I was on the field on the other side, on the attacking side. And it was one of those moments where I think the, the possession was so long on their side. So for me, I was starting to like, kind of not like, lose interest but like more so just kind of like relax a little bit like my adrenaline was kind of starting to relax 
And then the second you hopped back in that cage and made that diving save, I just remember every little like hair sticking up on my arm. Like I was just like so <laughs> fired up. And I was like, okay, I'm back in the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it oh was my God. That's um, funny when you say that. Yeah. Now that you say that, it's like, I do remember thinking like, okay, Keely, like you just made that save. Like stay calm and cool. Like we still need to get the ball back. I think the other team had gotten it or something. I'm like, yeah. Okay. And like I heard the crowd cheering, like, oh, was that really that? like hello right. there's still the play going on so that's just the goal <laughs> pay <right>. attention <laughs> Constantly. Oh, that's so funny um that's a cool question thank you for submitting that one because that got us really kind of looking into the inside look of all the players on the field there um okay last question here from sophie lancaster 17 what was the habit that made the biggest difference in your gameplay That's a good question. So gameplay that a lot of gameplay has to do with mentality as a goalie. And I think goalies probably hear that, Oh, it's, you know, 80% mental, 20% skill. Um, so I would say mentality wise, how I showed up to the game and it was a feeling of not just confidence, but of like, I can take on anything mm. in a sense. Like no matter what shot comes my way, like I want that challenge kind of thing of like, yeah, I want to win this game with my team and knowing that I can play my best in this. So it's feeding yourself that confidence. But the reason why I was able to feed myself confidence is knowing how I showed up every day at practice that like practice mattered. Yes. I did stay after practice a lot and saw shots and, you know, that helped build confidence. And even, you know, just, I remember my teammates like Carly Reed and Molly Hendrick, we would stay after practice and shoot and, um, and Katrina did a lot. And we would just do game sense, like, Oh, like games on the line, 10 seconds left, like, blah. So uh, those are fun, just situational. And Jenny would do that in practice too. And just get so competitive about it of like making it feel real. So um, just the ability to have a, like a high level practice and be focused, especially as a goalie, it's like, you may have all the skill, but if you're not like really focused in a balanced way, not a focused up tense, I got to make the save of just like I'm locked. It's that locked in, like that adrenaline, like you get that as an attacker too, of just like letting the game come to you and playing it because you've done all that other work before. And it's not just muscle memory, but like that work so that the game doesn't feel all that different. It's just like, wow, this is a stage to finally show off. Mm. I love that. I think the situational things too, that like your teammates and your coaches and you kind of, um, like went through as well right and like continuously like ask for after practice that's something you still do which I love you know like yeah. like I was in I think the one time I've ever been to UNC and this is post-grad for both of us yeah. but it was when my sister was playing at down there for Stony Brook against UNC and we got together with Marie and um you know we got some shots up and it was just no matter what drill we did you were like I don't want to do a drill I want to let's give me a game, like give me a situation, you know? And it was just way better to practice that way, even for us, right? Like games on the line, we got to take the right shot. Um, yeah. So it was just really cool to practice that way because I think that's so realistic and a really great habit to 
you know, add in so that it shows up on game day. Um, And just like mentally being bought in that that is, hey, like not just because it's practice and we're doing situation. It's like, hey, you got to buy in and like really put yourself Mm. in that area. I know that was so fun that you did that. (laughs) That was cool. We got to do that more often. Yeah, now now that we're nearby. Yes, we're neighbors, but not (laughs) closer. Okay, last segment here is the super fun one where we just kind of, it's supposed to be rapid fire, but I'm not gonna lie. I don't, I don't think I've ever had a guest that actually made it rapid fire. So no pressure. Um, It's called quick. (laughs) Okay, it's called quick finishes and it's just gonna be a bunch of random questions just to get to know you, you ready? Yeah. All right, pizza or tacos? Tacos. There you go. We're good. Oh, you're blowing us down. One band or artist that you'd want to see in concert right now. Oh my God. Um, Adele. Ooh, good one. Um, what's the best snack in your opinion? Rice Krispie Treats. Ooh, good one. What's the your favorite place that you've traveled to? Spetsy Screech, shout out Mary Shane. Thank you. But I also love Vermont. Okay. An athlete that you like to follow for inspiration. Oh God, that's tricky. Okay. Two types of inspiration. One, um, Christy Mewis and Sam Kerr. They are a really cute couple soccer players. So like, I just follow that for that, um, LGBTQ content. It's so cute. Um, and I mean, they're also just like great athletes too, soccer stars. And, um, others, I don't know. I follow Serena Williams, but I really like actually following her daughter's content. <laughs> She's, uh, um, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So like Alex Ost, like you'd love how authentic her posts are. And just like knowing her too. I'm like, it's so relatable. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like all sorts of athletes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. Um, what is your favorite number and why? I'm going to go with number 43. I was just given it in college. I didn't get any of the numbers that I wanted and why I think because I've evolved to loving it. It's just like now associated with me. Mm -hmm. I don't really know anyone else with it. I kind of broke the stereotype of thinking in my head, why does every goalie need to have a high number? And, you know, I just chose to love it. Instead of just being like, why am I that goalie with a high number again? It's like, and four plus three um one of my best friends Cindy Holman her mom is Holman would always be like hey lucky number seven being like four plus three is seven and seven used to be my favorite number so that's wow wait that's cool so it does have some sort of story behind it you just didn't realize that yeah awesome. <laughs> I've like built a story around it now <laughs> I love it okay last two um are you a morning person or a night owl morning person Last but not least, what is one thing on your bucket list? Ooh, uh, I would love to go to Spain and teach lacrosse, but uh, be a lot better at Spanish, like be able to speak Spanish a lot better so that I could coach in Spanish while speaking Spanish. Wow. That's really awesome. I've heard a lot of different, like something that's a dream of mine. No, that's great. Um, I am also just putting in my kind of like, application to come alongside you um but (laughs) I love it um but that is the end of all of our questions for our episode and I just want to say thank you so much for hanging out with us and giving us a real deep inside look into 
the mindset of Kaylee Waters. Um, I think a lot of people who follow you um, know your accolades and know how awesome of a goalie you are and know how awesome of an athlete you are. But I think from listening to this, they'll realize how awesome of a person and teammate you also are. Um, so I'm really grateful to know you and I can't wait to continue getting to know you, uh, as teammates. And I'm just, uh, again, really grateful from me and the KO 17 fam that you decided to come on the dream on pod. Thanks Kaylee. Thanks Ty. I think if uh, we were to rewatch this, you'd see, I have a smile on my face the whole time. So I loved hanging out with you. Like, I think we got to somehow switch the roles and as you were asking me these questions, I was thinking, I was like, I want to know Kylie's answer. Like, I want to know these things about you. So if you ever uh, want to switch up your podcast, I'll ask you the questions. Okay. So that- Honestly, that could be a really cool, fun project. And I will definitely hire you as the host. <laughs> so okay, your idea. I love it. Well, thank you so much, everyone listening for listening in to another Dream On Pod episode. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. See ya.